Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is the CEO of ProGenX, Stan Abel. Stan, how are you today? I'm doing great, Jared. Thanks for uh, having me on. I'm excited to have you here today. I think we should dive right into it. I would love you to tell the audience a little bit about your background, and then we'll go into ProGenX. No, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I, I've been in the biotech pharma industry for uh, going on 25 years. I started at Eli Lilly um, uh, in corporate finance, and then after about five years, went to the Bay Area and then started my uh, career in small venture capital funded biotech. And um, you know, over a 10 plus year period was, you know, fortunate and blessed to have been involved with and building and selling three biotech companies. Um, and then um, the last 10 years or so, I was uh, the CEO of a company called Site One Therapeutics and, and have been involved and still involved in that company as a, a board member and an investor. Um, and and I was actually, you know, t- thinking about taking a, uh, a role at a venture capital group as being an, an investor or an executive in residence, just helping them evaluate investor opportunity or investment opportunities, et cetera. Um, and that's what, um, that's when I was introduced to the team at, at Progenix. I mean, the co-founders at Columbia University uh, and Project ALS and was really moved by what they'd accomplished um, over the last 20 plus years of research and was excited uh, to join the company about nine months ago. And for, you know, our, a lot of our audience, I feel like ALS when, those viral videos, uh, you know, came out a few years back, right? The ice bucket challenge. Uh, it brought a lot of awareness to ALS more so than the general public was aware of at the time. Um, and then even like TV shows were talking about ALS, like characters would have ALS in the video. I was telling you, we had a family friend that had ALS. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit before we go into the ProGenX overview, why this is such a, a difficult, you know, a difficult thing to address and why, why it's been a process to, you know, even get to where ProGenX is today. Yeah. I mean, ALS, um, as, as you know, from your comments is a devastating neurological disease. Um, it, it's not clear what causes ALS. There are about 10% or so of ALS patients have a genetic, a known genetic mutation, uh, that causes the disease, but about 90% are referred to as sporadic ALS, and there is really no known specific genetic mutation that's causing causing the disease. But once symptoms, um, you know, the, from the onset of symptoms, it's a it's a steady decline in, in muscular function, uh, and typically, you know, within two to five years, um, you know, people will lose their ability to walk uh, and talk, and ultimately, um, you know, will likely die of of respiratory failure. So it. It, it's and then while that's happening, most patients, the vast majority of patients, retain all of their cognitive function. Um, so they're very well aware of what's happening uh, to them, and and I think it's an incredibly frightening disease. And and currently, there, there's three products that have been approved um, for the treatment of ALS. One just was approved um, in the fall, but the, the benefits that these drugs offer are very modest. So. You know, unfortunately, the prognosis um, of the disease is still, you know, pretty dire. It's it's a sad thing, but I've also heard of ALS referred to by some as almost in its current state, right? Like, it's sad to say, but like a death sentence. Like, if if you have it, you will decline pretty rapidly. And as you said, the one of the worst things about it is you're kind of a prisoner in your in your own body. You're yeah. well aware of everything that's happening. Um, it's it's horrible. Um, 
Well, we'll take us to now Progen X. Give us an overview of the company. You, you gave us your background, which really ties in well with, I think, you know, what really interests you in wanting to join the company as CEO. But but give us an overview. Um, you know, your your current lead candidate, and, and tell us, you know, mm-hmm. all about Progen X. So Progenix, uh, we're, we're a relatively young company. It was officially or formally founded a little over a year ago. Um, and Progenix is, is really an ALS company. It was, uh, we'll talk about the science and the background of, of what led to Progenix, but we have a, a lead compound that's currently in phase one clinical trials. Um, and we're excited about um, Prosetin uh, is, is the name of the compound or the name of the drug candidate. Um, and we're really encouraged by the progress we're making out of the gate. And if we continue to, um, you know, uh, to continue to make that progress, we'll actually start a phase two, three potential registration trial by the end of this year. So um, ALS, dis- I mean, it, it is still an orphan indication. There's about 30,000 uh, patients in the United States. So uh, that provides us the opportunity to have an accelerated development pathway where we can uh, potentially submit um, an NDA filing to FDA after one study. Uh, and most of the time it takes, you know, at least two confirmatory phase three studies to, to file an NDA. But because we're an orphan indication, we can actually do that and hopefully truncate uh, the time it takes us to get the drug to market. And you were talking a little bit about the kind of the, the, the current ALS uh, drug landscape. Can you can you talk a little bit more about that? Um, and I guess um, Progenix's, um, you know, place within that therapeutic landscape? Yes. Um, you know, the landscape, the, the landscape is evolving in a positive way. There's a, there's a lot of research now going into ALS. There are a number of drug candidates in clinical development. Uh, and a lot of that has, has been facilitated by, um, you know, the advances in drug screening platforms, which our team and our founders at Columbia, you know, were pioneers in. Um, and that's really allowed, you know, facilitated more drug candidates to actually be taken into ALS clinical trials. So I think, um, you know, the landscape is encouraging. There's still a lot of work to be done. And I think we're still a number of years away um, from having, you know, solutions that that really significantly modify or slow the disease, but the landscape is encouraging. And, um, you know, while I mentioned the background of, of, of that research, I, I thought I'd take the opportunity now to talk about the, the founders of Progenix because, they really were pioneers in that research. Um, uh, Project ALS is one of our co-founding, co-founding it's a co-founding organization. Um, they were a non, a, they're a non-for-profit organization that was started in the late 90s by three sisters, Jennifer, um, Valerie, and Meredith Estes, when Jennifer was diagnosed with ALS at the age of 35. And, uh, you know, Jennifer received the diagnosis and the message was very much like you just described it that, okay, there's really nothing we can do. There's really no viable treatment options. So, you know, you're on your own, more or less. Um, and they found that answer unacceptable and, and recognized that there was a need to focus research on ALS drug screening and ALS drug development. And they started looking for researchers in the field that were doing um, exciting and interesting research that could help accelerate, um, you know, drug development in ALS. They met... Um, our founders at Columbia University, specifically Dr. Hinnick Victorly or Professor Hinnick Victorly, uh, who's a stem cell biologist, um, and with the s- uh, funding support from Project ALS, um, Hinnick developed the first um, fully functioning motor neurons from stem cells. 
And over a period of time, the technology evolved. Uh, Hinnick was able to to basically scale up the the motor neuron that were derived from stem cells and create um, screening models so that one, we could understand why ALS motor neurons died. Uh, and then secondarily, screen for drugs that could rescue those motor neurons. And that was all done and led by uh, Hinnick and his group uh, with support from Project ALS. Um, and then as that research continued to advance, um, they partnered with um, the chemistry group at Columbia University, and then they actually uh, synthesized compounds that would be that would be specifically uh, able to rescue motor neurons uh, in you know ALS patient motor neurons, and that's the entire background of the company. In fact, Progenix, uh, the J E N in Progenix, is actually named after Jennifer Estes. So we we carry that um, that passion and and the effort that's been unfolded over over twenty years. Uh, and you can really feel that in the culture. It's a small company, but we we have a group of very dedicated um, people that are working on Procetin and advancing it. And uh, it's it's certainly you know uh, um, it's 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 uh, it, we recognize the importance of our mission every day, and that is to try to get a, a drug to ALS people living with ALS that can actually help slow the progression of the disease and improve their lives. Let's talk through some of those uh, milestones, you know, as it relates to the company, and then also your lead your lead candidate, you, you mentioned uh, a few of the things, right? Because um, of the orphan status that you can move a little bit faster, but talk us through some of these key milestones that, that you're really looking forward to, uh, to hitting so that you can continue to move forward. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the groundbreaking work that, that resulted in Procetin and then the formation of the company Progenics, you know, was, was critically important and it allowed really for the first time, drug candidates to be selected that were specifically um, able to rescue motor neurons in, in ALS disease models. So that's a new, that's, that's a new um, uh, platform that basically has not been available um, until, until the research that our, that our group has done. So now that we have synthesized lead compounds, then the next sort of big area of challenging work was that, that, that our team led was that, getting the compound with not getting the IND on file so that we could advance the program into clinical trials. So now that we're in phase one, um, things are going well. Um, we are going to enroll um, ALS patient, patient cohorts in that phase one uh, coming up later this year. And then we're really excited about the transition to the potential registration trial. Uh, and that is a larger uh, clinical trial, about 250 patients where we could enroll, you know, not only in the United States, but outside of the United States and hopefully uh, rapidly complete that trial so that we could have, uh, you know, a drug that we could submit to the FDA for potential um, one study approvability. So um, having a drug and an orphan indication, things move very quickly because of that. So what is normally a, you know, seven, eight, nine year process in clinical development, this, you know, is cut in half. Um, so it, it's, it's been really exciting to advance this compound and every step along the way, you know, things just sort of unfold more quickly because you're, you've got your eye on a potential NDA filing, you know, three or four years sooner than what you otherwise might expect. There's, there's so much Dan for you to, to be excited about with, with what you're working on in this company. Uh, if you had to just give us a, a few pieces that you're really excited about as we head into 2023 and beyond, right? We're in, we're in 2023. Uh, can, you, can you share those with us, with our audience? 
you know, just being a part of this effort, like I mentioned, I'm a newcomer. I've been with the company for nine months and, um, you know, I've been very blessed in my biotech career that it, to have been in, uh, involved with some exciting companies and some exciting exits and, and acquisitions and, and so on and so forth. But the, but the mission here um, in ALS is, is just, it, it's really moving. And, and to see us advance this drug candidate and get, you know, be within here another couple of months from being able to dose um, people living with ALS, I think is, is really exciting for me and incredibly exciting for the team, um, you know, for our co-founders from Project ALS and for Columbia University. I mean, it's a, been a labor of love for them for over 20 years. So I feel very honored and privileged to be leading the company. Um, and, you know, we're raising money right now to put us in a position to continue to advance the compound rapidly. So it's a, it's going to be a year, hopefully, of, of a lot of exciting events for us, not only moving Percetin along, but raising money, building the company, um, and really, you know, making a significant advancement, um, moving this drug forward, forward for patients. Well, I'm very excited for you and the team and what you're doing. It's, uh, there's, there's very few businesses out there, right, where you can focus in on something so impactful. Um, Absolutely. You're definitely... It's it's uh, you know I I applaud what what you and your team are doing, and I'm I'm really excited for uh, for what the future holds, and I, I hope we can have you come back on again. Uh, Stan, we'd love to. to, to I'm happy, yeah, happy to come back and update you anytime. I mean, it, um, you know, it, it is going to be an exciting year, so we will definitely stay in touch. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I wish you and the team the best of luck, and uh, can't wait for some updates. All right. Thank you, Jared. Appreciate it. 